0: Hello and welcome to episode 42. And this one I've entitled Finding Your Bliss. I'm doing a quantum flow activation course at the moment, so 14 days. And one of the things that came up when I was journaling this morning was Find Your Bliss. And I thought, what a great subject that would make for the podcast. And you might think, oh my God, I'm so far away from that at the moment, or even wonder what bliss is. And I remember going through so many different emotions, a roller coaster of them. It might happen over hours. One moment I was okay. The next moment I was down on the floor. And the next minute I was up in the sky, you know, in elation. It was just so unfamiliar and unpredictable. And then as I started to recover, that might happen over weeks. That might happen over months. Following your bliss is about discovering what makes you happy. So... If you think of yourself on a train and on train tracks and you come to a junction perhaps the lever has got stuck and you might have been in this place before and you just keep going round and repeating the same thing and the lever I'm talking about is those that big lever that sits at the side of the tracks where there's a junction and it moves the tracks over into maybe a siding or onto a different track. I mean, you might, if you've ever been or watched Thomas the Tank Engine or if you've been to a local steam railway, you might have seen them. Your bliss is waiting for you. It is your birthright. And when you follow your bliss, you're enjoying life. But from within yourself all of the time, and good things are happening to you and they're also happening around you. Welcome to the Mindfuckery podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth, author of Finding Lily and the A to Z of Emotional Abuse. I'm here to remind you that love should be unconditional. Divorcing emotionally is life-changing and that you have a duty of care to yourself each week i will discuss some of the terms you may hear along this journey and i will help you understand and process what's happening i will help you find the best habits as you start to take back the control of your own life and learn the tools to heal on a deeper level becoming the best version of yourself i have been where you are now well it was my version of it and I've experienced every level. So I went through denial. I would wake up in the morning and remember what happened and cry all over again. I remember waking up a lot for a long period of time wishing that I hadn't woken up. It was like Groundhog Day. I used to have nightmares, really scary, very real nightmares. I remember fighting my ex off, One of them I heard him pull up outside my house, come up to the bedroom, open the door and I froze in terror and he looked in and said oh I don't live here anymore and went and I remember trying to run after him but he was in the car before I could uh, catch up and as I said others mainly I was fighting him off me and then there were days and weeks that I would have agreed to anything, any terms to have him back in my life. If he had needed another woman to satisfy him, there was moments when I would have agreed to that. And I'm going to be really raw and honest because I want you to realise that you aren't alone and your thoughts, although they might not be like mine, I mean, you might be thinking, wow, I'd never stoop that low. Then I'm hoping you will realise that you can actually get through this and I don't mean under it or over it, I mean actually going through it. Because although these emotions are very powerful and very painful, they do have a message and they are key to your healing. And I talk about it in other podcasts and other videos that I do on YouTube. And I will try and get together a cluster of them and put them in the notes. Because I really want to concentrate on this place of bliss. I also defended him when people told me what was happening. I said he would never do that to me, but he did. And even when I was faced with evidence, I believed it was my fault. And I had the evidence that it wasn't. I'd heard his story before he met me, but I was still trapped. And he even told me when he got back from a holiday that he was done with going out and he was done with nightclubs and it was out of his... System and guess what? Yes, there was a flicker of hope in me, because anything was better than the pain that I was experiencing. I'd worked with clients before I met my now ex-husband. I'd help them clear trauma. I'd help them break free from limitations that they'd been given and their childhood beliefs. I helped them working through the trauma of past lives, and I trained in past life energetics back in two thousand and two. I'd learned this technique, which I've now tweaked and I actually use in my original wound work. So I have worked in the holistic field for over 20 years. I am a Reiki master teacher. I've trained in anatomy and physiology, Indian head massage, massage reflexology, loads of different variations of body work. I, as I said, trained to the past life energetics. I, I tra- retrained as a spiritual life coach and I uh, trained in NLP, soul plan reading, soul transformation. I've also worked and trained in kinesiology, the law of attraction, and I've been working and training with Peter Levine's somatic experiencing. Apart from the somatic experiencing, I'd learned all of this before my marriage broke down. And there was nothing that prepared me for it. When my ex-husband initially left I felt like I could breathe again and then gradually I started to crumble and these emotions that were so unfamiliar took over. Everything changes, nothing stands still. You may wake up and realise that you've lost everything and everyone. You change, you're different. The definition of bliss is supreme happiness, it's utter joy or contentment theology definition is the joy of heaven as paradise the road to eternal bliss the archaic definition a cause of great joy or happiness and you might be thinking i'm never ever going to get there i can never get to that point and you might be caught up in emotions that you're experiencing at the moment you are in charge of your healing not me so i can't make you any promises but I can ask you some questions that may help guide you should you wish to change the direction on the train tracks and try another route. I wrote about this moment in my book, The A to Z of Emotional Abuse. I was getting ready to meet up with some girlfriends for lunch. I had recently told them that my relationship was over, my marriage was over. I'd been out for a meal with some people that I worked with the night before and I'd been tagged in a post on social media. I received in the morning a text message from my ex saying that he was driving over to to uh, close to where we live or had lived and he'd been reminiscing about us and our life so I asked him if he wanted to come and meet for coffee and I changed the time that I was meeting my friends to accommodate him and I was saying in the the book, I remember the autumn sun, I can still feel it now on my face, autumn sun coming through that window. I was sat on the arm of the sofa, hugging a mug of coffee, and once again, I was taking the blame for the breakdown. He was okay. He looked healthy. He looked as if he had it all together. Nothing like when we'd actually met. So it must have been me. This was my thought process. This is how I thought about it. So I, And I'd said to him at one point, I never want anyone to experience what I've been through. Part of me knew that this wasn't me. It wasn't all me. But I had no idea what those words meant. They weren't my bliss, so I went on to realise that I couldn't stop people getting into relationships, but I could show them how to heal from them. I could show them how they got into these relationships. I, I could show them where their original wounds were. That is my bliss. The joy that gives me when I see a person's face change before my very eye. Honestly, it's amazing. Even when we're doing it over Zoom, it's not done from a place of ego, but it's from knowing that feeling, knowing how important that change is. My bliss also comes from travel and it comes from the warmth of the sun. My heart sings when I know I'm planning a trip away. That is bliss for me. When I'm sailing, that is bliss for me. When I'm writing, I get bliss from writing. It makes my heart sing, as does being with my family and things like children's laughter. That makes my soul and my heart sing. If you were to listen to your body, lean in. And this is why, it's just one of the reasons I suggest the grounding and the breathing as part of to help your, with your recovery. Being in touch with your body helps you in so many ways. Yoga is another one. It's actually feeling into your body, stretching, even stamping your feet on the floor, being able to feel your body. And it's about being in your body and not your head. Joseph Campbell spoke about bliss. I think it was during an interview and he spoke about our lives and the connection that we lose and that's certainly true when you're in an abusive relationship it be could be the connection to yourself it could be that you didn't ever have that connection or you lost it during a different time or a different relationship so here's something that you can do and that's to sit down with a pen and a piece of paper and ask yourself a few questions The first one would be, who do I want to be with? So who are the people that are really important in my life? Who are the people who have your back, who support you? And also look at whether they're healthy for you or not. Who surrounds you? Who makes you feel good? But this bliss is an internal, I believe it's an internal thing. It comes from inside and we are the only people that can give us bliss. So the second question would be, what do I want to be doing? Uh, It could be that it's to do with your work or it it might be your recreational life and your work could be your financial crutch. You need it for your life to pay your bills and it's the recreation, it's the stuff you do outside of work that creates the bliss in your life. Or you might decide you want to retrain and change careers. What would you want to be doing? Would you like a life that creates freedom, allows you to travel or does the thought of not having a space or a place to put your roots down bring up something that makes you feel uncomfortable or dread? And then you could ask yourself, where do I want to be living? Are you living in a home that you're happy with or is it a stepping stone to somewhere else? I love the heat, I really do and I've joked a few times that Somebody didn't read my joining instruction when I was birthed on this plane as I ended up in the UK. So pull out a journal or a piece of paper and, and write around these questions. You could just use one or two pieces of A4 paper just to see what flows through you. See if your bliss comes out where your bliss lies. And also be prepared because it might not feel very blissful initially it might be that it's something that you can unravel it that you can peel back over a period of time be prepared to change as you heal your wounds and as you grow let go of the need to know and try and go with the flow if you can it sounds easy but it can be quite hard even if it's just for a moment every day where is the flow for you In this moment, if you could go anywhere or be with anyone, what does your life look like? If you're not driving or operating machinery, indulge yourself for a moment and see where that is. Is it sitting on a beach or is it decorating a home, creating a secure environment? Look at what you're wearing, how you're feeling. Is there anybody with you? And it's this that's really key. How does it make you feel? And these emotions is where it is the bliss inside you and it might be a flicker to start with and it might be that you don't find your bliss today but you can lean in and you can ask yourself what your bliss feels like so you'll know when you find it if you need any help please reach out you can send me a pm you know personal message through my group on facebook or you can send me an email through thedivorcesanctuary.com. I can help you get the closure. I particularly love helping people find the original wound. Most of my work revolves around that. I'm really, really good at it, and it creates bliss for me. I'm sending you loads and loads of love until next time.